Hi, welcome back to the showcast on Next Level Radio and the interview portion of our show. Uh, this week we have a talented actor who has burst onto the scene as Detective Cohen in USA's new hit, Dig, which you can find Thursday nights at 10 o'clock. Uh, Ori Pfeffer joins us today. How's it going, Ori? Pretty good, man. Loving this Good, fun. good to hear from you. Yeah, you're better than us. I just, I just covered a baseball game and it's about 35 degrees outside, so that was a lot of fun. <laughs> It's good to be. It's good to be in LA. Yeah, that. I think it's around 85 here. So. Rubbing it in. Yeah, it's about right. Yeah. I'm wearing my speedos. I'm walking around down Romeo Drive. I think it. I think even if you didn't tell me what temperature it was, I probably could have come pretty close in guessing it because I feel like it's always the same temperature there. Right. Right. You were guessing me walking down with a speedo. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could have never guessed that. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, so Dig, I guess, now is about uh, six episodes in now, um, but we do live in the age of the binge watcher. So uh, for anyone who hasn't seen the show yet and uh, wants to caught up, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Dig and then your character, Detective Cohen, as well? Yeah, it's a adventure... You know, uh, I'd say somewhere between the world of the Division Code and uh, Indiana Jones. Um, sure. We got a lot of action. We got a lot of uh, really, really cool characters. And the show uh, starts off uh, with this murder case that takes place in Jerusalem. And all of a sudden, it turns out to be a conspiracy 2,000 years in the making. And the FBI agent played by the incredible Jason Isaac is stationed in Jerusalem, which is my turf, my city, and he kind of latches on to me to kind of solve this case and uh, ensue this beautiful bromance thing that we have going on. <laughs> and I think where we at now... I mean, we're going through the, you know, kind of stages of uh, relationship constantly, and I think we're coming on episode six, I'm seeing we're at the anger uh, stage, so that's going to come up. Uh, other than this main uh, line of story, the, the series revolves around the world. I mean, we have a story that takes place in Croatia, and we have a story that takes place in New Mexico, and everything kind of like converges to that uh, to that heating point. So little by little, we uncover the the mystery, uh, the global mystery, and it's just very entertaining, very uh, thrilling. And we got a really really great cast, uh, and Tim can uh, frame some heroes, and Gideon Rap from. Uh, uh, Homeland created the show, so you know you don't need much more than these two brains to get <laughs> up on a on a real roller coaster ride. And it was a roller coaster ride to to, to do it as it is, I guess, to watch it. So because we started off shooting this thing in uh, in Israel, in Jerusalem, which is an incredible city, and just like. It really played like a character in the show. All of a sudden, you're shooting in these locations that are 2,000 years old, and you go, "Wow, maybe if I if I start 
start digging right here, I'll find something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like to lose, you know, to lose yourself that <laughs> you might find the, uh, you know, the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> so, that would have made a great story um, in the headlines. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shooting the show, finding the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be the spin <laughs> Um, yeah, so we started there, and it, re- it was really unique and different and vibrant. And because I guess not too many productions are uh, filming there yet, it was, you know, how in Hollywood or in the States, you shoot something, and, and some people walk by, and they're very respectful, and they ask, hey, what do you shoot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there, yeah. It, it's very visceral. They go like, yo, you're in my way. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds crazy. Um, I know, like Stephen mentioned with the age of binge-watching, I'm mostly on board with the whole binge-watching thing, not by choice always, though. I have a four-month-old son, so it's not always easy for me to watch uh, shows when they're on live. But, you know, I'm still a couple episodes back on Dig, but in in doing a bit of the research for the interview, I I did spoil a twist for myself, which I actually ended up watching uh, just the other day anyway. But your character um, is actually uh, revealed as gay at one point. Uh, in the series, what were some of the challenges and maybe difficulties being a straight man portraying a gay detective? Because I'm sure, I mean, it, it's got to be tough as far as making sure you, you do the correct type of portrayal and don't disrespect anybody. Absolutely. Uh, Giddy's gay, so um, he was on board at all times. And I think one thing that was really important to him uh, that he conveyed to me right from the get-go was, like, it's not an issue. It's right. not an issue. Yeah, the show kind of portrays that, which is kind of cool. Right, and I think that is the power in the writing, and I think that's what I love about the character. A, there's no judgment about this, and B, it is not an issue, and, and it shouldn't be an issue, you know? No, exactly. Uh, so, and that's what I love about it, and I, and I love the fact that, you know, I have gay friends who are... You know, you would think you could think that they're straight or whatever. It doesn't have to be like this type of gay. There's so many types of people, and I just hope you know I did service to portray it in a, in a you know in a way that is respectful and just like true to the the friend that I kind of base this character on. Right. Yeah, that's great. And then. Uh, a little spinning off your character a little bit. Obviously, they do portray a very serious role, but getting into uh, your real life a little bit, I looked a little bit into your social media accounts, and uh, it does look like you ha- like to have a good time off the set. Uh, can you give us a little bit of a sneak peek into what you enjoy 
in your downtime when you're not doing filming? Uh, sure, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> other than walking around in speedos. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we go out. You know, we go out. We have fun. And then in New Mexico, it was great because, like you, I got, I got not a four month old, but I got two kids, a three and a half and a one and a half year old. So every weekend, I just pushed them in a van, and we went to like every possible place from the Grand Canyon to watch the sunset to Sedona to Taos. Uh, we made a, uh, you know, we made a point of having a beautiful uh, family time around the time because, you know, when you shoot, it's so demanding, it's such long hours that on uh, when you get when you get off, you just want to have a beer and a slice of pizza <laughs> and then uh, go to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you do have a couple of days off. We really made an effort to. Uh, make an adventure for ourselves. And it was funny because I was there with my family and uh, Jason wasn't there with his family. His family just moved back to London and whatnot. So he was like our third son. At dinner, he would always show up, bring flowers to my wedding. He was so sweet about it. And it's just, uh, so we had this camaraderie going on because, um, you know, being together for so long, and even though I didn't stand them at the beginning, we fell in love. Um, <laughs> uh, it was so hard because the director, when we started, said to me, listen, I don't want you to talk to him, you, you got this tension going on, and then I meet this guy who's supposed to be this, you know, ultra alpha male, kind of like tough guy, and he's just the sweetest person in the world. <laughs> Bale. <laughs> Start yelling at people. <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> and this, uh, oh, 
moment, I was close to it, but then, like I said, I surrendered. I, I really harnessed that, that that thing to have, and just like that keeps you in a in, in like this cool zone where you know what we do. You got to be relaxed. You really, you know. I, I think the great secret of uh, of any performance is just being relaxed, and you know. A set environment is a pretty tense environment because there's a lot of money, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of things going on. It's just about maintaining that that relaxation, and music does that. So, uh, you know, it's like when you, you see basketball players, right? They're showing up with their with their, their beats before yeah. the game. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like that. Well, I, you, like you said, I mean, um, I know we're getting short on time with you, but we got a, just a quick couple more questions for you. Uh, like you said, you're currently out in L.A., but um, looking into your history a little bit, you're born in Jerusalem and, and, and for the most part, live out in Tel Aviv. Uh, what, what's it been like moving from uh, Israeli television and film to getting into American television and film like uh, Dig, and I know you did Munich and uh, World War Z? Well, I think we got such great talents in Israel. I, I actually came out of a, a screening here in L.A. of an Israeli director, a movie with Gary Oldman and Kevin Costner. Uh, there's a lot of talent in, in Israel. I think that one thing that really separates uh, the industry in Israel versus here is money. You know, the biggest sure. show in Israel is like $100,000 per episode, and here you're doing a show that is almost $5 million an episode. Yeah. So <laughs> Whatever, whatever your vision is, they're going to execute it. And and especially on a show like Big, you see it. I mean, just the scale of the show and just, you know, it's, it's really, it's bigger than life. And I yeah. think to, to recreate that kind of environment and that kind of a reality, you have to have a lot of money. And so I'd say, and of course, it's, lubricated here, you know, the machine works just like seamlessly, and that's something that I think uh, Israel needs to catch up to. Um, sure. But at the end of the day, you have a director, you have a, uh, the director of photography, the DP, and the actor, and that's, and that's the dance, you know, that's who, who's on the dance floor and who's doing, you know, the thing at the end of the day. So if you got those three elements, top grade, then you're good. Yeah, absolutely. And then you did um, you did talk a little bit about the differences between American uh, to Israeli. Uh, was the goal to always be in Hollywood, or did you have a moment where it kind of just clicked for you, where you said, "Okay, let's go get the Hollywood now"? Well, I think you know, growing up, uh, my mom is Australian, my dad remarried an American, so I spent a lot of time here and in Australia, and of course the world the way that is is I don't know how old you guys are but American influence all over the world is so dominant mm-hmm. uh, with the world you know watching movies and watching TV shows right. so you always kind of like go maybe this I remember like my uh, you know looking up to Slice Alone when I was a kid the Rambo movies and it's like <laughs> that whole world you go and then he came and he shot Rambo 3 in Israel. It was like, oh, wait, it's possible. These worlds do collide in some yeah. weird way. 
Yeah. And I went and I met him and I took a picture with him. I think I was 11. I was like, I guess everything is possible. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. I, I will say I've always kind of like had it in the back of my mind and hoped for it uh, a little bit too. So it's a great, great um, uh, dream come true. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. You know, cliche is that uh, uh, I like it. You know, say that. I'm not so cool. I'm not so cool. But, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll speak is, uh, for. I'll speak for all of America when I say we're glad to have you. <laughs> Thank you um, very much. <laughs> awesome. So you can uh, you can go ahead and follow Ori on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Ori Pfeffer, which I'll spell it out here. O-R-I-P-F-E-F-F-E-R. And make sure to tune in to Dig on USA. Again, you can find it Thursday nights at 10. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us, Ori. We appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Take care. Awesome. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.